You're listening to Art of the Unknown, the podcast documenting a spiritual journey into the uncharted territories of the soul and the psyche. My name is Sarah Cruz, and I am going to be your host. Welcome back to the show, everyone, and welcome to the first official episode of season number two. I know that it's been quite some time since this podcast was up and rolling, and a lot has changed, and I know a lot has happened since the last episode was released about three years ago, so I think the best way to get this ball rolling again and to get this party started is by just jumping in headfirst and getting started. So in this episode, of course, I am going to be talking about the topic of trauma and I'm going to be sharing a personal story of a traumatic event that happened last year that is still difficult for me to talk about and it's something that I've spent the last year trying to both understand and also recover and essentially heal from. So of course, I'm starting off this season by talking about how I ended up in the mental hospital. And I'm doing this because I want to give you some backstory about where I'm coming from this season. And I also want to give you some insight into the healing journey that I've been on since that happened. And hopefully by sharing my experiences and what I've learned and how I've started to heal myself, that it could also help shine some lights into your own, your own journey as well. And another reason that I am starting this season off with talking about something that honestly I'm still I'm still trying to understand there's still some shame around it and I'm still feeling the effects of being traumatized, right? So the reason that I'm sharing this is because I truly believe that by openly sharing the ways that we either are suffering or have suffered, we can find healing both for ourselves and for those who choose to listen, okay? And by sharing our stories, regardless of how difficult it may be for us to share in that moment, we are taking a step forward And we are not only giving ourselves our power back, but we're also helping to give a voice to those who have experienced similar events that either can't talk about it or maybe just, maybe they just need a little bit of reassurance that they can also do the same, that they still have a voice, that they have the power to talk about the things that are difficult. 
So disclaimer, like I said, this episode is going to be difficult for me to talk about. And what happened last year was extremely traumatic for me. And I am not completely healed from it. And I know that I'm probably not going to... give either the full story or the right details like I already feel like I'm going to mess up talking about this but I just want you to know that recording this right now is in a way me facing a fear that I have and again I'm doing this because I really believe that by talking about these things and by shedding a light on it we are taking a step forward for not just our healing but the collective healing in general. So my goal, not just with this episode, but with this podcast is to be as open and and as transparent as possible in order for us to start coming together and creating a new way of healing. Because, (laughs) okay, let's be honest. Let's be real. The The old way of doing this is not working for us okay the systems that are supposed to be in place to help us heal and recover are either non-existent or they are failing all around us and I feel like this episode is a testimonial of that so (laughs) where do we begin (sighs) that is the question so I guess the only place to really start is at the beginning and I've spent a lot of my life not feeling safe and not really being able to trust my environment or to trust the people around me and I say this because I feel like it's a really important piece of the puzzle in attempting to understand not just what happened, but also to help us understand how we as a society function and the consequences of so many of us living life not feeling safe. And That lack of safety, that lack of security, and that lack of feeling protected has consequences, okay? And I really believe that living life, not feeling safe, is in itself a traumatic way to live. And when you don't feel safe, you can't trust. You don't trust yourself. You don't trust the people around you. You don't trust the systems in place that are supposed to help support you. So this lack of feeling safe in my body and in my home and in my town and in my country and in this world That has caused me to be very fearful of the world, specifically of men, 
and to to be honest to be a little bit paranoid at times like if I'm going to be real so this is the foundation or the lack thereof that I have kind of been moving forward in life with. So you mix this lack of feeling safe with this lack of trust and then you throw in some psychiatric medicine that you're not really supposed to be on and you know what? That created the perfect freaking storm, okay? That's the best way that I can even begin to conceptualize this was this was the perfect storm. So... You take all of those factors and then throw in the fact that I've spent, again, a lot of my life not feeling as though I have been heard. I have been protected. I've always kind of felt like in the background and that what I had to say didn't really matter. What I felt didn't really matter. It was the world kind of in a way always coming first and I was just in the backdrop. So all of these things contributed to this feeling of just being so incredibly fed up. Like I was at the point where I did not give a fuck anymore, okay? So when I was, I guess this is kind of where it, time and place I was in a Starbucks (laughs) I so I hate to admit this so much but it's so true I was in a Starbucks and there had been some how do I put this I witnessed some form of sexual harassment and I was attempting to tell a manager about it. I wanted to report this and have it go through the system, right? Like escalate it up to however Starbucks is supposed to handle sexual harassment. And it came to the point where I realized that this wasn't going to (laughs) happen. Like they were not allowing me to essentially get this on the record and one thing led to another and the police were called and once the police arrived I wasn't having it okay I did not care what they had to say I was not interested in talking to them I knew I was completely within my legal rights to do whatever the hell I was doing and I mean I get it. They didn't like the fact that I kept on calling them bro. But again, within my legal right to do so. And the reason that I was just not having it with the police was because, (sighs) one, the last encounter that I had with the police, I was hit in the face by somebody and I called the police. And instead of offering any assistance or support they accused me of being on drugs and as though I was the problem okay and then before that I've called the police multiple times growing up because again I was not in a safe environment and literally done nothing they've done nothing to help they've 
lied to me multiple times. And that's why at that point in that moment in time, I was so completely over it. I had not felt safe in my home, in my town, wherever I was. And I did not feel heard, okay? I did not feel protected. So when when all of this was going down, like I did not care at all. I was saying every little thing that was on my mind and the people around me did not like it. And retrospect, okay, the fact that I was coming off this strange medicine that I was not supposed to be on contributed to how the situation went down. And honestly, I was going through a mental health crisis at that time. 100%. This was a mental health breakdown. This was a mental health crisis. Looking back, the sad thing is, is that I just needed help, okay? And this whole story takes a turn when all of a sudden the police are like, okay, uh, can you come over here and talk to us? Can you come over here and talk to us? And at that point, I was like, sure, what, like what? And then they grab me, throw me in the cop car, and take me to jail, Without reading me my Miranda rights, without even explaining why I was getting arrested. And of course, the police officer on the way to the jail was like, oh, you're only going to be in there for a few minutes. Like, don't even worry. We're just gonna, you're just going to be in there for a few minutes. And I'm like, OK, in the jail. <laughs> An hour goes by. That's when I start getting pissed again. Like, that's when I realize that something here is not right. And the fact that it was, again, this whole perfect storm that has is still taking me time to really understand what fully happened, it was not only the perfect storm, it was a very dangerous situation to be in, okay? And there's things that happened that I still do not feel safe talking about and I don't know if I ever will feel safe talking about but the fact is is that being in that jail and being in that in in the custody of the police was extremely 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 traumatic and honestly at one point I thought that I was going to die I thought that my life was going to end there and and I remember the moment of thinking like holy shit this is it I'm about to die and I also remember thinking like you know what if you killed me right now I would die knowing that I was not silenced, that I spoke the things that I needed to speak and that you could not control me, okay? And again, this, it was 
this is the thing about experiencing trauma is that it is so incredibly confusing and very difficult to work through. So these things take time. And that's why I said at the beginning, like I'm probably going to mess up telling the story. I'm probably going to say things wrong. I'm probably going to miss some important details that anyone else that would have, that was there would have been like, what, like, how did you leave that out? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The fact that I am sitting here right now sharing this with you is a huge step forward. And I know how scary it can be talking about these things. I'm still scared, okay? That whole event, that whole event left me so confused so alone, so scared. And honestly, I was paranoid, paranoid as hell after all this happened. And it's been over a year and I still get paranoid. I still think that somebody's out to get me. I still think that somebody is watching my every single move, which again is why it is hard to talk about this and does scare me. But that's the thing. How long am I going to live in fear of this? How long am I going to hide who I am and what happened? And how long am I going to let this, these things that are in my mind control me? So get arrested, traumatized inside of the police cell and then sent to, uh, I don't know, I wasn't sent directly to the mental hospital. I was sent to a, a doctor's office and they did the whole thing where they like, okay, we're going to watch you for a little bit and see how you're doing. <sighs> And up until this point, mind you, I was still not told why I was in custody. I was still not told. Nobody explained to me why I was being held against my will, okay? And that was one of the things that truly, truly 100% pissed me off to the point where I was like, this is ridiculous. This is messed up. What the hell is going on? And even in the mental hospital, no one was like, this is what happened. This is why you're here. And this is why we need to keep you against your will. So the moment that I realized that I was still being held against my will, that's when I I got I got pissed off again. <laughs> I was like, what what the hell is happening? And this is also why it was a very, very confusing thing is because part of me, part of me was, part of me was out there. Part of me was losing touch with reality. But there was also another part of me that was grounded enough to know that my rights were being violated, that something here wasn't right and that something was going on. Okay, and that there was a piece missing. So when 
I guess I just started running my mouth again. Like, what the hell? What the hell? What the hell? And at that point, they're like, okay, we're, ta- we're taking her. She t- she goes to the mental hospital. <laughs> she, she has a one-way ticket to the mental hospital. And the thing that is so incredibly messed up about this is that nobody knew that I was traumatized and that I was currently being traumatized. No one at the police station, no one at the hospital, and nobody at the mental hospital either recognized the fact that, hey, this girl right here, part of the problem is that she is freaking traumatized. Okay, this is what trauma looks like. This is the symptoms. This is what happens. And I that's the thing that I still cannot believe is that going through all of these professionals, going through and being inside of a mental hospital that nobody was ever like, "Oh shit, like this this is trauma." And it just blows my mind how one ill ill-prepared we are as a society to handle things like this but also that like what (laughs) like come on like come on and another thing that is important to mention is that the probably the few years prior to this is that I was actively trying to develop my intuition. I was actively trying to channel. I was trying to, you know, crack open that third eye. So when this was happening, there was also what I believe to be, I was I was tapping into different realms too. And that's the funny thing is that I didn't even mention, I didn't, I knew what to keep quiet. (laughs) And like, I did not even mention the fact that I was like channeling fairies. Okay. Again, this is, this is why it's so incredibly, it's hard to explain and it's hard to really lay down everything that happened Because, like I said, this was the perfect storm. There were so many elements that came into place. It was like the stars were aligning, but in the opposite direction, okay? And looking back on this, there, of course, has been a lot of shame. There's been a lot of confusion, But there's also recently been a lot of meaning and purpose that can be drawn from this event because ever since this whole whatever you want to call it, whatever you, however you want to define it, ever since this event, it has led me deeper down the path of self-healing but has also in my humble opinion is what I consider my initiation into the path of shamanic healing like 
Oh my God. In another place and in another time, everything that I just told you would not have been seen as like, holy shit, this girl is out of her mind. It would have been like, holy shit, she's tapping into different realms of reality, okay? And she needs to be protected. She needs to be sympathized with and she needs to be helped in a way that she is able to receive. And the fact that we as people can experience something regardless of what it was, something so incredibly traumatic and there not be anybody who understands that can help, that can even offer the slightest bit of support in the way that we need, I feel like that is part of the problem. That is part of the problem, but that is also why I am here talking about this because like I said at the beginning, there needs to be a new way of healing. There needs to be a new way of handling situations like this, handling trauma, handling what is human suffering because the way that everything is and the way our world is set up, it's just not, it's just not set up for this level of healing that we need, okay? And I don't know if you have ever personally been (laughs) held captive at a mental hospital. Uh, It's not really the most compassionate and supportive and healing place that people in there would actually need. And... This is why I said earlier that our systems around us are failing us because the exact people that need help the most are the ones that are not getting it. And in fact, they're the ones that are getting screwed over, okay? Like some of the people in there and their stories, like it it just didn't make any sense and it's heartbreaking and it's like, what are you really doing here? Like what – like how how is this institute really truly helping the people that it's supposedly here to serve and again this is why I'm here this is why I'm telling you all of this because I 100% truly believe that it's going to be up to us it's going to be up to the people it's going to be up to the ones that have suffered that are going to be the ones to help reconstruct the way that we essentially heal because it's not working. This lack of support, this lack of community, and this lack of being able to ask for help and to receive it, it's just not working, okay? And no wonder so many of us are depressed, anxious, and just completely fed up with how things are playing out and another thing that I realized and I learned from this whole experience is there is absolutely at least I haven't found it 
there's no real trauma recovery or any kind of support. It's like, okay, here you go. You're traumatized. That fucking sucks. Okay, and now you're out on your own. Here you go. Or it's like, okay, you're traumatized. Well, hmm, it was your fault. Or here you go. Here's some meds to <laughs> here's some meds to help deal with the trauma that you experienced and that also kind of contributed to creating it in a way. There's no again, that I have seen or experienced no form of trauma support, trauma recovery. And the fact that I experienced all of this and was kind of just like thrown back into life really quickly, it's just, it was a lot and it didn't make any sense. And it took a while. I'm still healing. It took a while to heal from it because, again, there's no support. (laughs) And another reason that I really wanted to talk about this as the first episode going into season two was not only to lay down a backstory that is going to be unfolding in future episodes, But to get straight to the point and face my fear of one talking about something that has had that I've had so much shame around, but also to face my fear of people knowing what happened. Okay, like that is part of my story. It was not me in my highest light, my highest self, whatever you want to call it, but it is an important piece of the puzzle that I am piecing together on this journey. And we may not like everything that we do. We may not like everything that happens to us, but it is up to us to really not be afraid of ourselves, of our past, of the truth that we are holding within us. So let's talk about this. Why is it that there is so much shame and fear around us 100% being authentic and sharing our stories and talking about the ways that we have suffered or currently are suffering and why is it that it is so difficult for us to be honest about who we are and where we are at and I'm not just talking about where we are at in terms of our mental health, but where we are at in our journey with our lives, with everything that is going on around us. Like, why is there so much secrecy? Secrecy. Why do we feel as though we have so much to hide? And I feel like the reason is, is that we are almost ashamed of ourselves. There's so much shame and fear fear living within us that for some reason we think that who we are is unworthy of being seen is not 
lovable in the light and that there is something about us that is inherently wrong that we must hide. And honestly, that notion is not only ridiculous, but it's also very, very damaging, okay? And that is what I believe also contributing to this feeling of separation and of isolation is if we're living in a society where everyone feels as though they are afraid to show who they truly are, then what? Then we're just living in a world of people who are hiding themselves from everybody else. And where is the connection? Where is the support? Where is the community? Okay. And It's almost as though us being honest about who we are, where we come from, what we've experienced, and how we are suffering, it's almost as though we are the ones that have to step out and step up and step forward and be like, no, y'all, this right here, how we've been living life isn't working for us, okay? It is us to, it is up to us to expose our souls, not just to ourselves, okay, but also to uh, to others around us. And I truly 100% believe that by us exposing ourselves, exposing our souls, exposing our truth, that in itself is healing, not just for us, but is also healing, is helping to heal the person on the other end who maybe needs that confirmation that doing so is possible and that doing so can be safe, okay? And nobody said healing was going to be easy, okay? Nobody said figuring out this life and this lifetime was going to be simple, but again, it is up to us to step forward in an effort to heal ourselves that will eventually and inevitably be reflected in the outside world. Because again, let's let's be honest that if we are living in a society with so many people walking around with unhealed trauma or even not even recognizing that they've experienced trauma, what is that doing for our society? What is that doing to our culture? And what is that doing to our youth and our children who are growing up in a world surrounded by unresolved trauma? Well, you know what that does? That just creates more trauma, more separation, less compassion, less understanding, and less healing. So even though it's difficult, even though it's hard to put yourself out there and be like, yes, this is what I experienced, this is how it affected me, and this is how I currently still am suffering, being honest about where you are at is going to be the thing to move us forward, okay? It's like with any other type of recovery. Awareness is the first step, and being aware of the pain that you are holding on to, being aware of the fact that you still have this 
fear living inside of your body or that you still have this paranoia or that you are still living in the past and you are still affected by whatever the hell happened to you, okay? Being aware of all of that is our first step towards collective healing. And again, this is why I wanted to talk about this, is that we are breaking down these barriers, okay? We are breaking down the barrier that is the separation of the self, okay? When we can begin to pull back the very things within our souls and our essence that have been lost, we are then building a connection with ourself. And that connection to ourself is going to help us build that connection with other people, okay? And this is part of the healing process. This is how we are going to become whole once again, not just individually, but as a society and as a collective, okay? There is a lot, a lot of work to do, and I know that it starts at home, okay? This new way of healing, this has to be grassroots, okay? This has to start from the bottom. This has to start with everybody else. No, this has to start with each and every single one of us individually, okay? It is up to us to take responsibility of our healing because it is up to us to take responsibility of how we are going to choose to shape the world that we are here to help build, okay? You've seen it. (laughs) It's, it feels almost as though Everything that we knew to be true about this world and this reality in our society has come crashing down. There's been a lot of questioning. There's been a lot of things coming to surface and there's been a lot of things being destroyed, okay? And if we're going to rebuild, which I really, really, truly believe that that is part of why we are here is that we are going to have to rebuild. We're going to have to start thinking about, okay, what does it look like to live in a world, in a society where people that need the support and the healing are going to get it, okay? What would it look like to live in a world where if you are traumatized, you experience like a horrific event, that you have support, that you do not constantly fear for your life, and instead you have the support and the guidance and the community that you need in order to heal and move forward, And right now, we're just talking about the aftermath, okay? There's also this whole conversation of, okay, (laughs) how the hell do we prevent all of this? Like, why are so many of us traumatized? Why are there so many of us that are living life disconnected from ourselves, disconnected from our truth and disconnected from the people that we know deep down that we are meant to be. So this is a whole huge topic. I know, I know that, but I really just wanted to start this season off with sharing a little, just a tiny, you got a little sliver of, well, me, (laughs) but also of the direction that this podcast is going to go in because like I keep saying, it is up to us to heal 
And the more of us that can come together and have this open conversation about like, okay, well, this is what's wrong with how we've been doing it. Let's talk about our experiences, our stories, and then start to formulate a new method and a new way of healing that works for everybody, that is more inclusive, that is more understanding and compassionate than the system that we have, and also create a new way that actually helps the people that it claims to serve. And again, this is not an easy task, but it is something that I know that so many of us feel passionate about, okay? So many of us are on our own healing journeys, and so many of us are just so fed up with the suffering in the world, and we feel as though we need to do something. We need to take action, and this is just the beginning, okay? This is us beginning to come together in a way that will benefit humanity as a whole. And I know I keep saying it, but the more we can be open about our experiences, the more that we can be open about our healing journey, our healing path, our healing whatever, the more we can be open and share, the more that we are going to help others do the same. So if you're listening right now, I just want to say thank you. I just want to say I am grateful that you are here. And I just want to say that your healing, whether you recognize it or not, has an impact on the people around you, but also has an impact on society at large. And I know that sometimes it could feel so incredibly dark and isolating and alone especially when you're in the thick of it but that is not how the story ends that is not where you are destined to stay and this is something I say all the time is that you know what healing is not only possible but healing is in fact happening right now okay We are on the path of healing. We are on a healing journey as a collective and as a whole. And I 100% without a doubt believe that we are going in the right direction. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes we may take some steps backwards. Sometimes we look around and be like, you know what? This shit ain't right. But as a whole, I really truly believe that we are going in the right direction, okay? And we just got to keep moving forward and... we'll get to where we want to get eventually. And even though we're not there yet, there's so much support and so much that we can give to other people who just, who need it, okay? Again, we're all in this thing together. So I want to say thank you for listening to this episode. I want to say thank you for not... (laughs) completely running away and turning this off as soon as I said that I was in the mental hospital because again that is my fear and I just want to say thank you thank you thank you for being here okay I know that these topics aren't sometimes the lightest but I really truly believe that these are important things to talk about 
and that we are doing what we need as a collective as and as individuals to heal and that we're just going to keep we're just going to keep on moving forward okay people and i'm excited for this season it's going to be awesome there's so much coming you guys i don't even think you realize like the healing potential and realities that we are going to be tapping into and we are shifting we are changing and we are going to be healing together and I'm just stoked that you're here and that you're down for the journey so again my name is Sarah Cruz and I want to thank you for listening and you can find me on Instagram at soulflowersarah And if you enjoyed this episode and if you feel as though there's something within this episode or this podcast that could benefit somebody else, please consider leaving a review on iTunes just because that helps get the podcast in front of more people, in front of more souls, and hopefully to help amplify this message of healing. So Thanks again, and I shall see you in the next episode.